Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for mo- the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at even a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash Whenever you want, it called action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 207 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Wacky Wednesday. Sorry for the delay, folks. I know usually they're out uh, early early morning here Wednesday, but I'm recording this actually Wednesday afternoon after work. Um, my apologies. Um, I basically lost my voice yesterday. Um, I've been battling... Uh, bit of a cold allergy season and uh yeah it uh it's 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 taking its toll and uh I wasn't really um couldn't talk too well yesterday and I was so I was gonna I had the uh, an interview done I interviewed uh Justin Sawyer a few days ago uh of course he is a contestant for in the Ice Wars contest that is coming up May 21st in Edmonton um you know and I and I last episode I had Chase Tippin out and the episode before I had Curtis Swanson. So all three guys are in the tournament. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, get their feelings on it. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's only so much strategy they're willing to talk about. I mean, they're not going to throw their game plan out on the air before the tournament, obviously. But, uh, 
you know, so, I mean, it's fairly, uh, you know, generic questions, I guess, but I just want to give the, you know, the, the, the tournament, it's, uh, um, some exposure and, and the guys. And I think, you know, it's a real unique thing. And, uh, you know, why, why not? Just sort of a bad dude. And, uh, hopefully, uh, like I talked to him on the show, uh, in this interview, I'm, I, I tell him hopefully we can, uh, we, we can get him back on the show after the tournament's over and get his feelings on the tournament, but as well as talk about his career. Cause he, uh, he's got a tremendous fight card and, uh, he'd be a lot of fun to, uh, to break that all down with. But, um, uh, but yeah, I uh, so I have that, but it's not. It's only about fifteen minutes, so obviously I want to do an intro, talk about a few things. But yeah, uh, yeah, again. So my apologies. You can probably obviously still hear it in my voice a little bit, but um, I'm not feeling too bad today. But uh, but hey, it's the playoffs, right, folks? You got to uh, you got to dig in, and uh, you know everyone's playing hurt right now. I don't know what cliche, what other cliche I could give you, um, but thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, before we get going, obviously, um, I will talk about uh, a few friends of the shows and some sponsors. Uh, you know, got to pay, got to keep the, you know, got to pay for the uh, the uh, the Benadryl somehow. Um, no, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. There's over 50 shows in the network. Um, all the NHL teams are represented, so whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. Uh, of course, there's 16 teams uh, still duking it out uh, so far in the first round of the playoffs. Um, you know, so those those obviously those podcasts are are going hot and heavy right now. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, find your team and, and and give it a listen. And then, uh, of course, for my off network friends, uh, I got Alec Olinsela there at the Five for Fighting podcast. You know, out there in North Carolina, yeah, he's he's puppy training right now. Um, you know, he with the with his new dog uh, Gates. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I I keep saying I hope I hope little Gates there. I hope he eats Alex Crocs. Can you believe it? A grown man wearing Crocs, folks. I'm telling you. Yeah, must be a North Carolina thing. But uh, Alec uh, just had uh, East Coast Hockey League tough guy Anthony Collins on his on his show, and uh, listened to that in the truck today. It was a good interview. Anthony, tough dude, uh, a lot of fun to listen to, so I, I recommend checking that out. Also, uh, he has, Alec has the Five for Fighting YouTube channel, uh, and it's got over 300 uh, East Coast League fights from this year. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out, subscribe to the channel. He's quickly gaining, closing in on a 1,000 subscribers, I think he's at 8-something right now, so yeah, if you could subscribe to his channel, it would mean a lot to him, trying to get him to a 1,000, so... Uh, but lots, lots of good stuff on that channel. So, and Alec has, you know, I always bust on him, but he has a tremendous back catalog by Lois, Segroy, Rob Ray, on and on. Definitely give it a listen. Bye for fighting podcast. Then of course, over at Carnegie Hall in New York, New York, the city so nice. They named it twice. Kira Lozino. Oh, that one hurt. Um, yeah, that's what she said. But. <laughs> Joe Lozito from the Coliseum Chronicles. It's a New York Islanders based podcast for you folks that are uh, you know the you know the drill around here. You not you guys know Joe, um, but yes, Joe has had everybody on: Eric Bolton, Aaron Ashen, Mick Fakoda, Dean Ewan. Tremendous! Again, great back catalog. Uh, Joe is the hardest working man in showbiz. Pretty busy dude. Uh, his latest episode is the season in New York Islanders season in review. So definitely check that out. Uh, Joe is doing a bang up job. 
he is, like I said, he's a busy dude. Always something going on. But uh, I can't recommend it enough. I got it. Sorry, folks. Usually, I I, I kind of really go with these, but yeah, my uh, my my throat can't handle much today. So I'm kind of uh, well stopping and starting, stopping and starting. But at any rate, Coliseum Chronicles, Joe Lazito, give it a Lazito. All right, folks. Well, as I said, I interviewed Justin Sawyer. Um, I will play uh, that interview at the at the end here. Um, I won't keep you for very long because, uh, as I said, I don't think anybody wants to listen to uh, to my uh, voice uh, crack and crank through here. But um, <laughs> before uh, before I get to Justin, um, I'll kind of do my own little season of review here. Basically, we'll just talk about a few of the fight leaders. And, uh, and that from the different leagues. Um, but, but before we get into that, I, it cracked me up. Um, I don't know with, when it's the NHL playoffs or just, just the NHL in general, I'm amused at the media here. Uh, maybe I guess cause they don't, I mean, it's young people in the media too asking these questions. They don't know either, but, uh. It struck me funny, of course, you know, playoffs, first round, Batman's out there making the rounds, and, uh, you know, he's, he has this, you know, State of the Union address and all that stuff, but, uh, yeah, I wanted you to, I wanted you guys to hear this question that this reporter asked him. couple of uh, games, first couple of nights have been really physical affairs, lots of fights. Um, does that concern you at all, seeing such so much physicality so early? No, playoffs generally uh, raise the level of intensity, uh, tend to be a little bit more energetic, uh, not across the board, it's, it's, it's more a function of the games, and you know, what you don't see is what you saw decades ago of staged fights, what, what you, when you see fights, there are generally emotions in the moment, and uh, the players responding. The first couple of... So, yeah, I, I'd like to know, uh, what games is she watching? Lots of fights. Oh yeah. I looked it up, uh, cause I've been watching this horse shit, but I was, I was looking it up cause I'm like, well, it hasn't really come across my timeline a lot. Uh, so far there's been 36 playoff games, uh, the grand total of four fights. So apparently that's a lot nowadays, four fights and 36 games. Oh yeah, they're, it's, they're ready to blow the roof off with all this physicality. Yeah, huh? All these fights. 36. And then, of course, Gary. Gary's got to throw in the staged fight line. Yeah, what you're not seeing is staged fight. Yeah, Gary, what you're not seeing is a lot of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, staged fights. Oh, God. Yeah, because, because there was just so many staged fights back in the playoffs. Anyway. I was, I was just laughed. They got to put that narrative out there that there's lots of fighting. Like, oh yeah, come on, yeah. Like, what are we cruising along in a fight every nine games? Yeah, oh yeah, holy shit, off the charts intensity here, folks. Well, which leads me uh, into uh, my season in review. Um, basically, I was just going to look at a few of the leagues um, and a few of the numbers. Uh, Basically, the NHL, uh, Nashville, uh, led the league in fights with 59. This is regular season. Uh, Anaheim was second with 36 and Minnesota was with 35. 
Uh, bringing up the rear was Columbus and Edmonton with seven. A grand total of seven fights on the year. Oh, and, you know, Tyler Janot led the league with 14, Borowicki had 13, Delorier had 13, and Zach McEwen had 12. So that's where we're at with the NHL this year. Uh, Nashville had the right idea, but, uh, yeah, not many other, not many other teams did. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, down on the farm, you know, the American League, you know, the, that rough and rowdy American League. Yeah, Tucson led it 48. San Diego with 40. Iowa with 37. And, uh, Anabuchi, Ibama, and Rich Clune all led the American Hockey League tied with 11 fights. My boy Jake Doty had nine, though. Yeah, definitely. And Alex Gallant, check those out. Curtis Gabriel had nine. But, uh, and Cody, old man Cody McLeod, hang, still swinging, nine tilts. Then in the East Coast League, uh, Iowa had 50 along with Norfolk. Uh, Wheeling had 45 and Atlanta had 41. Uh, Nico Blackwood and Josh Thrower tied with 11. Michael Turner had 10. Anthony Collins had nine and Travis Howe had nine. So that's from the, uh, the, from the professional ranks. Um, and as far as junior goes, uh, in the Western Hockey League, where there is no fight rules, uh, the Kelowna Rockets led with 44, uh, then Brandon with 37, and Prince George with 35, uh, led by Ryland Kovacevic, pardon me if I'm saying that wrong, uh, he led the Western Hockey League uh, with 10 fights, and then there was 4 guys with 8, and 7 guys with 7. In the Ontario Hockey League... Yes, the Kingston led with 29 fights. Sudbury had, had 25. And uh, the Quebec League, Quebec Junior League, where the, Ontario and Quebec have three fight limits. Quebec, Halifax led in all the fights with 19. And uh, the Quebec Ramparts, the Mighty Ramparts, as I sit here and stare at a bunch of fight DVDs from over the years, had a grand total of two fights on the year. So yes, tell me again that the enforcer is making a comeback. Yes, Junior is just supplying so many. Give me a break. We have major Junior teams with two fights in the year. And I have people on message boards screaming that the enforcer is coming back. But that's the thing. And and I've always said, and that's the thing, as much as I Batman's just a slimy little shit and everything else, and I completely agree. It ain't him killing the fights, folks. It ain't him. Yeah. It is done in junior, as I've been saying for years on this podcast now and years on the message board. If you want to chop a tree down, you don't cut it at the top, you cut it at the bottom. How do you get rid of fighting in hockey? Get rid of it in junior. Because these guys aren't going to fight when they turn pro. Can't paint stripes on a house cat and call it a tiger. So everybody think, oh, when they get to the pro, they'll start fighting then. Oh, sure. Yeah, oh, just a bunch of killers at that point. Yeah, if a guy's been in one fight in his life, all of a sudden, they, oh, well, you're going to have to fight to make the NHL. You think he's going to? He just spent four years trying not to get punched in the face. Once again, this illustrates my point. Now, everybody gets, oh, well, fighting was up in the NHL, like Nashville. It's a, oh, yeah. 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 All those. Yeah. Tanner Janot fights that were just barn burners. Yeah. I mean, poor Wiki. I like Delorier too. I'm not going to knock him. I like those guys, but just, you know, what are we doing here? 
Like, you know, Zach, the Zach McEwen. Now, again, I'm not picking on Zach McEwen. I'm not knocking the kid. Who the fuck is scared of Zach McEwen? Like, is he really keeping the peace out there? I mean, you know, you have a supposed heavyweight champ and, like, Ryan Reeves. Would he have three fights? Like, I don't know. And I like Reeves and those guys, Lucic and those guys, but, you know, uh, what are we doing out there? You know, a lot of nothing. You know, a lot of talking. Everybody can talk a lot, though, these days. Everybody's got sweet chirps, bro. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, pardon me, maybe it's the Benadryl that I'm on here or whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I just don't see it, fellas. You know, I mean, you have American Hockey League teams with 48 fights, leads the league. Ontario Hockey League, 20, well here, the Western Hockey League, my beloved, my old Saskatoon Blades, with all their rich alumni history, with all the toughness we've had over the years, 12 total fights this year for the Saskatoon Blades. Like, are you serious? You know, we have Twist and Chase and Kaminsky and Coaster and Dave Brown and Belak and McAllister and Hordachuk and all through the years. And now we're, we're at 12 fights here in 2022. That was, you know, but old time hockey, you know, oh yeah. Oh, uh, well. That's it. I, you know, I, you know, but I mean, you know, at the same time, here I am, you know, I played you the press conference. Oh, what are we doing with all the fights? There's been lots of fights. Like, these people, these young gener- they I, I guess they just don't know any different. They don't. And they somehow think this is, this is real mean and physical and, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a point. I just wanted to let you guys know, I mean... You know, I don't, I know there's a lot, a lot of my listeners, I know you guys like don't follow hockey anymore. If you do, it's just the NHL and, you know, um, I just wanted to let you know what, what's happening in the other leagues and, I mean, don't worry folks, they're not fighting there either. So, no, actually I will give a big round of applause to, in the Federal Hockey League, uh, Justin Schmidt, 24 fights, led all of hockey in fighting majors, every league. Actually, I forgot to mention in the Quebec League, actually, who, uh, Riley Bezo. That's the right, you know that last name. It is his son, Andy Bezo's son, Riley. Uh, he led the, uh, Quebec Junior League in fights with five. So, you know. Yeah, nine, in the Quebec League, nine teams had single digit fight totals. So, proving that obviously their fight rules work. And uh, it is slowly eliminated. Like I said, the Western Hockey League uh, doesn't have any fight rules in. But I mean, I mean, the one kid there at ten, and a bunch of guys at seven. But so I mean, they are still fighting. But you know, I think it's just a matter of time before the Western League adopts that as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we stand. That that's the wrap up of uh, the twenty one twenty two season uh, of fighting. In uh, professional and junior hockey. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, um, like I said, <clears throat> my throat's killing me. Um, I'm sure you don't want to listen to my nasally fucking dumbass here. So, uh, how about we just get into the, uh, 
the Justin Sawyer interview. Like I said, folks, it is Ice Wars, the hockey fight tournament. It is on May 21st on Fight TV. It's on pay-per-view, and it's live in Edmonton, Alberta, from the River Creek Casino. Uh, it is an eight-man fight tournament. And besides that, they're going to have a couple what they're calling grudge matches, where there'll just be one-off fights between a few guys. So it'll be a night of fights anyway. And, um, you know, it's got Daniel Amesbury, uh, Curtis Swanson, Chase Tippin, my guest today, Justin Sawyer, um, Hunter Warner, uh, he is from, he played in the American Hockey League. Um, there, there is a number of, uh, of tough dudes gonna, gonna be in this, and, uh, we'll, we will see what happens. There's a couple senior guys that I'm not familiar with that I will have to, uh, do some research on, and, uh, and I will get back to you guys, uh, in terms of who's fighting in that, but it's gonna be a very unique event. Um, it's only happened two, two times before that. Uh, the Hockey Enforcers in 2004 in Prince George. That event is on my YouTube channel, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. If you want to check it out, just type in Hockey Enforcers. Uh, Battle of the Hockey Enforcers. It'll come up. It's in two parts. Um, and then there was also an event in Finland, I believe, in 2010. Um, and that is on YouTube as well. It was called Ice Warriors. So, yeah, if you guys want to check those out, those are the kind of the precursor to this. So... Yeah, it's a unique event. Um, I know it's going to take lots of slings and arrows in the media, obviously, and a lot of people dumping on it. I've seen people mentioning it in the hockey fight groups. Some people are all pumped up for it. Others are calling it stupid and whatever. You know, that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, like everybody, oh, it's, it makes hockey look bad. I mean, does it matter at this point? First of all, it's not hockey. It's a fighting contest. It just happens to be on ice. But it makes hockey look bad. I'm like, well, I don't know. I just read you off a whole bunch of stats that, uh, you know, so what? Really? Does it matter at this point? Makes hockey look bad. Who gives a shit? Makes it look bad for who? The nerds that think four fights and 40 playoff games is a lot? Oh, they're outraged. Oh, God, don't want them upset. Or the dorks that tweet at player safety after every body check. Oh, they think it's a stupid event and it's making hockey look bad. It's a black eye for the game. You know what's a black eye to the game? The game! That's the friggin' black eye. Like, are you serious? You watching this horse shit? Oh, it's the playoffs. Oh yeah, big deal. Seven three. Still not nothing. Still still nothing happens. Well, sweet chirps though. Everyone pushing and shoving. Some scrums. Oh, I love the intensity. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching William Nylander throw more snow in the friggin' corner than the Zamboni. Oh yeah, intensity. Yeah, you want to talk about a black eye to the game? Play that highlight a few times. You shitting me? But we're worried about a fight tournament in Edmonton really being bad for the game. Oh, okay. Give me a break. Like I said, if it's not your cup of tea, I get it. That's fine. But I don't know. I, let's. I, I think we could probably tone down the dramatics that it's going to somehow put a black eye on hockey. Well, yeah. You know. No, it's a unique event, and yeah, I get it, it's, it's WWF meets UFC on, on ice, and, you know, oh well, 
don't worry, folks. It's for one night. And whatever. You can get you can get on with your NHL hockey afterwards. It'll be fine. So, but anyway, enough of my yapping. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just being crusty now and grumpy. I apologize for my sickness and for my for my voice. Um, hopefully, I'll be back and, and and ready to go come Sunday. Um, for those of you tuning in uh, as Justin Sawyer fans, this is your first time. Oh, believe me, the episodes are better when my when my throat's not killing me. They get a little well. Better might be a strong word. <laughs> they're they're a little better. Um, but I encourage you. With uh, as I said, this is episode two hundred seven. Um, I have a really, I think a really strong back catalog. I've interviewed John Morasti, Steve McIntyre, Brad Wingfeld, uh, you know, Joey Tedarenko, on and on. Definitely check out the back catalog. I think you'd really dig it. If you happen to be on social media, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter, as well as on Facebook, I'm always putting up videos and pictures and what have you. And as I said previously, as I said before, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube, I have over 2,700 fight videos on there. All the leagues are represented, so whatever league you're looking for, just type it in, boom, 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 up it'll come. Check it out. Um, yeah, just hit the little bell, subscribe, subscribe, yeah, say it. Subscribe to the channel, and uh, you won't miss a single punch. But alright guys, I will shut up. How about we get uh, Sawyer the Destroyer in here? Alright guys, here's my talk with uh, upcoming Ice Wars competitor Justin Sawyer, and uh, I'll talk to you guys all on Sunday. Thanks everybody. All right, here on the line for the four, on the fourth line voice, another competitor for the Ice Wars, May twenty first to Edmonton, Justin Sawyer. Justin, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, hey, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, well, we were just yeah. saying before we got going. Yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting time, and uh, I was just telling you that I, I didn't think I'd ever see one of these uh, one of these events again. But uh, what? Uh, how, how did you hear about it, and were you were you kind of uh, was you were you approached, or did you throw your hat in the ring right away and say I'm in? How did that happen? Well, I've been waiting for this thing to happen. I've been waiting for this thing to happen for a couple of years. Um, last year, they were, they were in talks with UFC, um, mm-hmm. and then and then COVID happened, yep. so um, the talks got kind of dropped. And then um, you know uh, AJ Galate picked it up, and he got the ball rolling, and and here we are now. So um, I've been pretty excited about this for for a good year and a half. Right on. Well, um, yeah, and I've, I was I was just telling you the last couple episodes. I, I just had Chase Tippett on. I had uh, Curtis Swanson on before him. Um, yeah, just get, getting the guys and uh, you know just kind of going through. Obviously, you each have your strategies and stuff, and I'm not. I won't obviously ask you to expose that out for everyone to hear. But just in general terms, how how's the training going, and uh, how are you feeling? Uh, the training's going great. I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, we just finished off our senior AAA season down here in Ontario. Um, like I said, I've known about this event for, for a while, so I had, a, I, I had a, probably a good, heavy three-month training camp. Um, we've been doing some boxing with a, with a coach in Toronto. Uh, we've, been, we've been hitting the weights, and, um, and I've been obviously staying on the ice as well. So um, I can't wait to get out there and, and just put it all together. Well, like we'll get into that. Obviously, you you know you played junior and obviously nine year pro career and uh, and all that. Um, were you were you did you ever is was box? Did you just get into boxing or or were you in, during your playing days? Did you, were you did you box as well? Well, I grew up in a judo gym, oh, um, so I was, I was I was doing that for for, for most of my life. Um, boxing happened um, probably midway through my career in Rapid City. I, I, I met a coach who I was trading seasons tickets for private lessons, uh, Willie Padilla. 
um, out in, in South Dakota. So um, it really, really helps your punching, your breathing. Um, and then, you know, mix with the, with the judo, you know, you're clutching and grabbing and, and balance and shift. So, um, yeah, no, I really enjoy it. Now, in terms of just uh, in, in preparation, obviously, I mean, when it's a when it's a tournament situation and you're you know you're quote being judged on the fight, obviously it's a completely different animal than an actual you know run of the mill hockey fight. I mean, there's obviously a different strategy and technique. You know, you can't really set up for the big punch. You kind of what's your strategy kind of going into it? Did you kind of you know it's just just uh, rapid fire and let's go and try to score some points with the judges? Uh- no, definitely not. It's all going to come down to who my opponent is, um, you know, and, and and have it down to each fight. Um, you know, I know my opponent's strengths and weaknesses, um, and and you know, some guys I might try and take down in the in, in the first round, right? I might try and go for a knockout. Um, I think I can outclass a few few of the guys here, um, and then and then other times, um, you know, you got to see how the fight goes as well, too, right? Um, you know, not everything goes as planned, so um, you just want to be ready for everything. Um, and it, but it definitely all depends on who I'm, who I'm going after, um, their size and weight, um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, just in ter- just in general, just as we're sitting here talking, just about fighting in general. I know throughout your career, obviously, you, you know, you have a lengthy fight card, and and uh, at another time, I will hopefully get you back on this on the show. We could, you know, we can talk <laughs> about your entire career, and you know, we could talk about this event after the fact. But uh, um, going into it, when you fought guys, I mean, obviously, you're. You're a big dude, uh, six six, and so I mean, you know, obviously most of the time you were the bigger guy in the fight. Uh, a lot, a bunch of the guys are in this event, six three, six four, um, you know, so pretty much the same size. Do you prefer fighting guys similar in size, or do you want them smaller? Did you ever, or do you care? Did um, it, I, I'm not used to fighting guys my size. Like they're all six three, six four, around two something, right? I'm I'm, I'm six foot six, three hundred pounds, so. Um, I, I most likely, uh, I think I'm the biggest uh, person in the competition. Uh, I'm also the longest. So, um, you know, that'll, that'll be a little bit of an advantage for me as well. And I'll have to use that. Well, that's interesting. Cause, um, when I, it, and well, speaking of the competition, you've actually already fought one of the guys in the tournament. You fought, you fought Daniel Ainsbury a, few, a, a, a couple times in your pro career. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, you, you, you kind of know what to expect from some of the guys. Um, yeah, but uh, no, Amesbury's a tough customer. It'll be it'll be a good battle. No, absolutely. Yeah, he uh, he yeah, he's a lot of fun to watch. That guy. Yeah, it was actually I was just watching those fights before before I got on the line with you. And uh, yeah, you guys gave her those are pretty. Yeah, if they if those are pretty entertaining tilts, those two. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He always puts on a good show, and uh, so do I. Now, in terms of this, uh, just kind of going into this event, I guess we kind of touched on it already. But just was there something in your in your that you you wanted to tighten up, like in terms of uh, your style? Did you think uh, that you've been working on? Um, the biggest thing I've been working on is um, you know I've, I've I've got it down to a science where I've, uh, I, I'm I've got to be able to go for for two full one minute rounds. Um, you know, um, I, I definitely want to finish it before that. Um, but yeah, as we're in a, a marathon tournament here, but, um, yeah, I, I'm ready to go the distance, uh, you know, for three fights. Yeah. I know when I was talking to Swanee, yeah, he, that was kind of, you know, that was kind of what we were focused on as well. Like was the, was obviously the cardio, right? That's, I, I think some people don't realize the, you know, 
When he, you know, oh, one minute. Oh, that's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, that's uh, that's something, man. That's that's you know, it's going to seem like a lifetime. Yeah, it's all about uh, you know staying calm, uh, keeping your breathing, uh, keeping your muscles, and, and and having fun out there. Um, you know, I want to put guys in, into a panic and and, and uh, make that drag on that that fight as long as I can. Right? It'll seem like an eternity for some of those guys. So, um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, like they say, right? Like when you got the cardio, you kind of uh, what's the say? You kind of want to pu- pull them out to the deep water, kind of do that, and uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. See see what happens. The water's warm. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you had a chance to uh, to work on the synthetic ice at all? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I purchased a little uh, a, a square of it, so I can I, I, I kind of uh, you know there, there, there's a, a minor difference. Uh, your edges still work. Um, you can't cut the ice, so it's uh, it's a little different. But it, it'll be kind of nice to stand in there and, and bang it bang out on it. Yeah, I mean it'll be yeah it'll be kind of interesting. I mean I think you could you probably be able to really kind of dig in like uh, like it'll be sort of yeah that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's slippery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your edges work. Your edges work for sure. You just can't uh, like you can't stop on it like you can in hockey. <laughs> yeah. Just um, are you uh, now? I'm gonna assume you've uh, obviously been. Uh, I'm not going to ask you game plans on guys, but I'm assuming you uh, have you been watching video on these guys as, as much as you can. Um, yeah, I've been I've been doing a little bit of uh, pre- uh, preliminary homework. Um, you know, uh, when it comes down to it, and we we see who we're fighting, um, you know, we'll narrow it in. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh, it's good to know people's tendencies, uh, people's style, uh, what to expect, uh, their weaknesses. Uh, absolutely. We're. Um, during your playing days, were you were you a big video guy? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd always watch who I'm going to fight. They had one or two guys usually in, uh, on each team, so I I just you know briefly watch a little bit, and then uh, you know later in my career, I usually knew everybody, so I I didn't have to do as much video. But when I was a when I was a rookie, absolutely. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Well. Well, just for the like I said for the obviously this is. Um, have, have, did you ever have you tuned into the uh, have you ever watched the original uh, hockey enforcer tournament, the black and blue tournament that Mayrad won? <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually watched that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, well, like I was telling you, I mean, I can remember back in '04 when they were trying to get guys for it and everything else, and the and the gong show that, that was, and then uh, kind of a, you kind of think it's never going to happen again. I mean, well, and then they had the one in Finland and. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you come back and here's AJ uh, pumping this one up. Um, you know, for the for the folks that weren't around for that one, um, you know, what could they expect? Uh, what do you think, uh, just in general, what, about the event? And uh, what could what 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 would Justin Sawyer's uh, sales pitch be to those uh, wondering about the event? I would say to all the people in podcast land, it's the return of the dinosaurs, old time hockey. Um, there's there's real heavyweights, real fights, and it's uh, it's going to be classic. So I would definitely uh, definitely come out and pick it up on pay per view. And I think it's only nineteen bucks. Yeah, and it's on Fight TV. So um, you definitely want to check it out if you if you're a hockey fan, and especially if you're a fight fan. Oh man, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, and uh, yeah, it uh, yeah, it's interesting that you with the with the judo background. 
Um, oh man, I'm trying to think who I was who I was talking to about that. They really uh, and uh, just in general with the, with the with the grappling and tight and, and stuff. They they uh, they just they just thought it was great. Um, and yeah. You ever said you yeah, have a pretty absolutely. extensive background in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Niddle Adam Niddle. That's who it was. Yeah, Adam Niddle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah. So just uh, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, uh, I mean, there, you know, um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I guess, like I said, I won't, I won't ask you to uh, for for any of your uh, for any of your strategies or anything. But uh, yeah, just go ahead. You're so you're. Uh, how long have you been training for this for? Uh, I, like heavily about three months. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of geared up and then, uh, you know, it's getting, we're starting to gear down now and, uh, and, and get ready for, for the, to be in fight shape, uh, to be in, you know, nice, uh, nice and easy, loose and, uh, feeling good for the fight. Well, there um, we go. I can't wait. I can't wait to get in there. I can't wait to see what it's all about here. Well, I know I was, I was laughing cause yeah, uh, you've been, uh, you've been, you've been pumping it up online and, uh, it was yeah. funny because they, uh, they hadn't really announced anybody yet. And then um, I happened to be scrolling social media there on Facebook, and all of a sudden you're, I saw you post that, <laughs> oh, I have an announcement coming soon. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, I wonder what it could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, man, that'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there. Um, when yeah, when are you heading yeah. out to Edmonton? I'm sorry? When are you heading out to Edmonton? Oh, we're heading out to Thursday. Uh, yeah, it's on the 21st on Saturday, yeah. and we're heading out the Thursday, so. There you go. Um, um, yeah, I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> well, man, I, uh, well, like I said, I know you're a busy guy, so I'm not going to keep you for very long. Hey, I hope you, after this is all said and done, like I said, I hope you can come back on it. I'd love to talk about your whole career and, uh, you know, get into the Oklahoma City days with Sauter and Durrell and all the boys. And, oh, boy. And, yeah. get some, and get some stories from you. Absolutely. Are you? Am I going to see you out there, Darren? Are you coming up to Edmonton? Or what? I uh, yes. We uh, I'm uh, pretty much guaranteed that uh, I just need to book a certain day off of work here, and just uh, yeah, in the next couple of days, I just got to confirm it. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I will should be out there, so I will definitely uh, I will seek you out for sure. Okay, that sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you very much for taking the time, and uh, and, and good luck out there. Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, okay, Justin. see you, everybody. Bye-bye. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?